Hi, I'm Jan Goldstein. This is All That Matters. You know, I'm so nostalgic right now. Um, I think the seasons will do that to you, but being a native Vermonter and reaching October, which is, gosh, my favorite month of the year, I'm just, uh, it takes me back because when I was a kid, I always looked forward to the leaves and jumping in the leaves and you could look out your window and see the whole world turning and later on it would be the month where I would just drive up in the hills as I got older and take in the golds and the orange and flaming colors that uh, just mother nature was providing and it was so so remarkable and um I feel so lucky to have grown up in that and right now I'm thinking about it um thinking about those drives I used to take uh I remember my mom used to join me sometimes and we would go up into the hills and she took such joy in looking at the colored trees and talking about how it reflected life really she said you know we we always find the seasons of our lives times when we when we turn when we change and then there are times when everything seems to fall away as the leaves fall from the trees and then they bud in the spring and come back again and and flourish and it's so reflective of life it's like this great artist took this paintbrush and painted the hills of Vermont and so many other places in the country and around the world. And you get that that life reflection in your eye from the hills that surround you, from the trees that are all around you. And I remember as a kid... Um, as a kid, this was a particular time when I would get get into my car, as I say, and and it reminded me of my connection between my car and someone really very special. Um, when I was a kid, there was this guy, Mike Corey. He was this hero to me. He owned the gas station next to my dad's diner and he was a one-stop shop for all things automotive i mean no matter what went wrong with my dad's automobile or my mom's old pontiac mike miraculously knew just what was needed i didn't think one man could know so much about any subject but mike did and hanging around the garage and i remember it at this season of the year because there'd always be something wrong with the car in the fall. And I'd be waiting for my father to finish up at the restaurant next door, and I'd watch Mike, and he was all grease-covered, arms and oil-stained clothes, and squinting up at a car's underbelly as it sat atop the rack. And he was an automotive detective. I mean, he pulled the universe apart, and then he put it back together better than before. He was an engine healing, spark plug fixing marvel. And somehow, 
my life seemed a bit safer with Mike Corey around. As I said earlier, by the time I hit 16 and got the holy grail of a license, it was second nature that if there was a ping or some leak I saw in the driveway or there was a kink in the ignition, it meant making a beeline for Mike's place. And I didn't even have to steer. The car knew where to go. If you'd ever have to deal with a car repair, have you ever had? I mean, you had to have, right? Who hasn't? You know what I mean when I say that an old-fashioned, all-purpose mechanic you can trust. The way we trusted Mike, uh, he's worth his weight in gold. Which leads me to what passes for service stations in our current can't-catch-our-breath existence. I mean... Right now, most of the time, we pull up and we stick our credit card in and we we have no connection, no interaction. Most of the automated fuel ports lack even a semblance of contact. And if you do have to pay in person, some sequestered cashier hidden in a plexiglass booth slides a robotic drawer in your direction in which you're expected to dutifully place your cash or credit card and The whole transaction smacks of turning over your valuables at the county jail. You got a ping? Forget about it. Engine trouble? Are you kidding? The anonymous character sheet in that shack's got all she can do to put your money on the right bump. It's like placing a bet at the track, you know, 10 bucks on number five. I keep waiting for the person behind the glass window to say, is that to win or place or show? I mean, ATMs are the same story. You get your money fast, but you don't get the minimum daily requirement of conversation. And especially now, don't get me wrong, it's wonderful to be able to go someplace and not have contact if you're trying to be safe. You're trying to socially distance. And so a credit card in the ATM or a bank card in the ATM and never have to interact with anyone. A credit card in the a gas station and you drive away after you pump your own gas, you know, you wipe your hands and you're done. But we are still in need of human connection. And we will return to that day where we can interact more freely. I do believe it and I know it will be true. But in this, it's still a get it to me quick or don't bother card swiping, code punching internet shopping world, isn't it? And taking a moment to actually converse with a real person has grown rare. Establishing a relationship with someone who actually knows something about her service area, well, that's rare still. And we can do something about that. Not all the Mike Corys of the world have gone the way of the dodo bird. They aren't all facing extinction. You'll find him in a small town diner where the owner is the man actually cooking the food and serving up the pie he baked himself that morning. You'll uncover her in the person of a tailor in the little local cleaner around the corner from the mammoth take a number version the whole city seems to use. Yeah, he's the one who lets your pants out you depressed on account of the few extra pounds he's noticed you're carrying around since the holidays. Says he'll be happy to take them in 
when your New Year's resolution to lose weight kicks in. She's the doctor who's actually willing to close the door for a heart-to-heart, who knows the names of your kids, has more than a fleeting connection to not only your body, but your spirit as well. The diner may not be flashy, and the cleaner a few steps farther, and the doctor in tighter quarters than those of some mighty HMO. The point is, they're out there. These wondrous people like Mike Corey, who care about what they do. Perhaps of greater consequence to our spiritual health, they share their passion with and authenticity with the rest of us. They're little miracles of the genuine article in an increasingly franchised world. Worth the extra few paces are looking past the time-worn exterior. Right now, right now, it seems to me they're the teachers who are taking so much time and asking about your kids. They're the people who are helping clean and who actually know your home or your neighborhood, who maybe take an extra moment to ask how you are at the grocery store, who recognize your face, and you recognize their dedication. There are authentic voices, authentic people all around, and it behooves us to take an extra moment to connect with them. Oh, don't get me wrong. I use ATMs all the time, and there's something to be said for no-nonsense transactions, especially when you're the one picking up the dinner, and especially in this crazy moment we find ourselves in, but still... For the sake of expedience and to the glory of progress, I can't help but feel the human voice growing a bit fainter. We deserve better, don't we? When we take the time to listen to those with whom we interact, be it a business person or a commercial transaction or a crossing guard, Whoever it is, we can discover the authentic voices that remind us how strong and how passionate our own voice can be. And when we listen to those who take pride in their work, who go about their business with genuine enthusiasm, who show an interest in others, we are reminded of how good life can be, even with all of our challenges especially right now. For in such encounters, we're listening to passion and caring personified. Such awareness brightens our soul's humanity. Authenticity is part of what the universe is sending us if we'll tune our ears to the real thing. Every once in a while, while I'm pumping my own gas at some sleek get-it-and-go establishment in a hurry to get who knows where. I catch a voice from my past whispering in my ear. Hear that ping, kid? I can fix that for you. I hear you, Mike. I hear you. Look this week for the Authentic voices that are around you, that present themselves, recognize them, 
recognize your own authentic voice. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is all that matters.